All right, I'm back. It's Mary Stewart Adams, and we're talking about Equinox 2020 for Bliss Fest. But actually, in this segment, I want to talk about the harvest moon. So the harvest moon is the full moon that happens closest to the equinox moment. And this year, that moon is coming around on October 1st. Now, in an earlier segment, I talked about how the moon was making a trine of fire with Venus and Mars. So these two are still playing in the harvest season as well, because what's going to happen is on October 1st, when the moon comes full, on that day, so um, let's see, the sun is, when it's rising in the east, that full moon will be setting in the west. But before the sun rises, if you look east on October 1st, you're going to see the planet Venus, which is our morning star, brightest object in the sky after sun and moon. And Venus will now be standing very close to the star Regulus at the heart of the lion. All right, so again, there's this emphasis on love and on the warmth that comes from the heart. So this isn't about the intellect and the head, it's about the feeling life and the heart and also being guided by the heart. So when Venus is next to Regulus, the ancients always regarded this as a very high sign that something noble could happen among human beings. All right, so that's what's happening at harvest time. So to really think about what are we harvesting in 2020 that has the kind of substance in it that can nourish us going forward. So there's a lot of stuff that we don't need to take with us. And that's very clear to all of us. But what we want to look for is the gold. All right, so this star Regulus is there. He's kind of like the hidden king. He's hanging out at the heart of the line, and Venus is going to shine her light there. And then when we get to October 13th, all right, so if you're watching the moon, it'll be full on October 1st, but then it's going to go through its waning gibbous phase. Then it gets to its waning crescent phase. So now we're seeing it in the morning sky, and we'll see the moon as a waning crescent go right past Venus. All right, so it's almost like the moon... Right now at equinox time, the moon is a waxing crescent. So I was talking in the first segment about placing something into the chalice of the moon that has to do with how we would bring balance to the year and what we want to take forward. That moon is going to come full. We're going to have this experience of harvest. And then it's going to wane as a crescent right past Venus. And she's going to kind of fructify or infuse that harvest with love and with beauty. And on the same day that Venus is going to be met by the moon in the morning sky, October 13th, the planet Mars, her warrior beloved, is going to be on the opposite side of the sky coming to opposition with the sun. Now, when Venus and Mars are opposite one another in the sky, sometimes astrologers will say, oh, you got to watch out that love relationships get challenged. That's not what the ancients believed. They believed that when these two were across the sky from one another, their love was strengthened. So we have harvest moon on October 1st, and in the morning sky, you'll see the planet Venus with the star Regulus. And then October 13th, we'll have the waning crescent moon next to Venus with Mars standing opposite in the west. Now Mars is at its once every two years retrograde. And this is the peak of the Mars cycle. So it appears to us that Mars is going backward in its track. And when that happens, Mars swings as close to the Earth as it can get, and it gets very, very bright. So we've got this really beautiful array and this beautiful gesture between Mars and his beloved happening right now in the sky. So it's part of the harvest. It's part of that mystery of what's coming toward us. And then also, because the full moon, the harvest full moon is happening on October 1st, and there are 31 days in October, but there aren't 31 days in a moon cycle. That means we're going to have two full moons in October. 
The second one is going to happen on October 31st, which means that we're going to have a blue moon on Halloween. Uh, that's something to look forward to, cause to celebrate. Um, uh, the definition of a blue moon as the second full moon in one calendar month only really started in the 1940s. It was an article by a writer for Sky and Telescope who said, okay, the second full moon in one calendar month, that's a blue moon. So we have that going on this year. So in addition to, you know, Betelgeuse going dim, which I talked about in the first session, this is the star in the sh shoulder of the constellation Orion, which is now appearing in the night sky. This happened at the beginning of the year. Then we had three comets. We had Comet Atlas, we had Comet Swan, but only Comet Neowise that became visible to us in the evening sky, first in the morning sky and then in the evening sky at the beginning of the summer. We had a ring of fire eclipse at summer solstice. Now we've got harvest moon happening after the point of equinox with Mars coming to its opposition and Venus hanging out in the morning sky. We've got Pluto and Jupiter meeting, wanting to spur us on to massive social regeneration. And then we also have probably the biggest thing that's happening this year coming around at winter solstice. And at winter solstice, the planets Saturn and Jupiter will come together for their once every 20 years conjunction. So these two only get together every 20 years. The last time they came together was May of 2000. So you can cast your thoughts back to that time to see what was going on. There were some momentous things that happened historically. But now this great conjunction, excuse me, <clears throat> But now this great conjunction that's coming in December is something you can start looking for now because Saturn and Jupiter are in the sky right now. So even at equinox time, after that equinox sun sets, you can get out and look for Jupiter is the really, really bright object that's high in the Southwest. And then Saturn is just to its left. So Jupiter is brilliant. Saturn is uh, dimmer, looks a little bit gold. So the beauty of it is like, okay, so Jupiter takes it 12 years to go around the sun. So things that come in 12s have to do with defining space. So you could say he's the god of space. Saturn moves much, much slower. It's much further away from us, but the ancients weren't measuring the distances. They were measuring the rhythms. So they could see that it was taking Saturn about 28 to 30 years to go around the sun. So Saturn marks the boundary of time. And we can divide time into these seven-year segments. And then you see you've got four seven-year cycles in a Saturn rhythm. But Saturn as Father Time and Jupiter as the god of space, they're coming together. So you could look at winter solstice. So equinox right now we are, we've got the sun, uh, day and night are of equal length. And then the sun steps below the celestial equator at winter solstice. This is as far below the celestial equator as it can get. And that's the darkest time of the year. You can think about solstice, um, give it context in our breathing. So we breathe in, we breathe out, and in between each breath, there's a pause. That pause is the solstice moment. So the full in-breath of the year happens at winter solstice. There's a pause and then the out-breath. And right at the time of year when that pause is happening, Saturn and Jupiter are coming together, time and space. It's like we've got this portal that we get to slip through into something new. So just like at Equinox 2020, in the earlier segment, I talked about how the sun comes to its moment of balance. And then we've got this trine of fire that we get to go through to kind of burn off the dross of what's going on. Then we're going to get to this solstice moment, this full in breath and standing still. It's like a portal is going to open in the space-time continuum. That's how I'm thinking about it. And what is it that 
is what can take place? What can I contribute to that process in my experience of equinox or in my festival of harvest or even in the mischief I'm going to get up to at the blue moon on Halloween? Like, how can I get engaged with these things in harmony with the cosmos? Because the more abundantly the harmony of the cosmos fills the soul, the more peace and harmony there will be on the earth. And when we get to this time of year, when we have greater darkness, it's time to be like a star, which is to say that we shine through the dark, but we don't diminish the sacred dark. There's room for everybody. So the stars shine through the night. You can see them, they're beautiful, but without that dark, we wouldn't be able to recognize them. Now, not to diminish the fact that we get life source from our sun, but the sun kind of steps aside now and gives, uh, Kind of like it gives the stage to the stars, to the moon. From autumn equinox until spring equinox, we will actually have more moonlight in the northern hemisphere than we will have sunlight. So timing activity, ceremony, song to what's going on with the moon and the stars is a really, really lovely way to spend the last quarter of the year. So to take this balance, the impulse that comes to us from equinox and to carry it into the season. I'm going to be balanced. I'm going to meet that which comes toward me with compassion, or as the Buddha, uh, not the Buddha, but the Dalai Lama says, I'm going to meet that which comes toward me with meditation. So not reactive, but something very balanced, knowing that I have walked through this trine of purifying fire, and I'm going to this still point when time and space are going to become something entirely new. So that's the message that I have for all of us for Equinox 2020. I want to thank Bliss Fest for inviting me to share stories of the stars. I think it's one of the perks of what's been going on, that we can come together virtually when we can't get together in person. Um, although it's sad to not have been able to join our voices in song together up there at Bliss, uh, but that's going to come around again. And look forward to seeing everybody. Thanks so much.